Welcome to the Center of Excellence Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Genovese, Director at Oz Marketing and sadly still sales novels. With me as usual, Oliver Young, Operations Director with the Young Automotive Group. So amped to be here, amped Tim. to be here. Brad Taylor, Corporate Trainer with the Center of Excellence. Fired up. Absolutely. Hey, that's a new one. Fired up, fired up, ready to go. And back once again, Rick Level, General Manager with Young Buick GMC of Layton, Utah. Rick? Just pumped to be here with I'm all these people. Glad to have Hey, I am bleeping glad to have you. Yep. Beep. <laughs> Got the button. Beep. Yeah, I love it. Why don't you t- why don't you give me a little bit of feedback on on that curse word I just used there, Brad? I thought it was <laughs> excellent use. Excellent timed. Yeah. If you're going to swear, make it effective. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to just throw it out there and not get a reaction. Right. Well, <laughs> sometimes you just talk that way, too. All right, ham-handed segue aside. Let's do it. Yeah, maybe we could get Dylan to throw in some sound effects or something. Oh, there. we're bleeping it for sure. I love it. There's going to be bleeps peppered all throughout this episode. Yeah, there perfect. So be. there will be. So I started thinking about customer experience, internal employee experience, because so much has been going on around us and a lot has changed. And ultimately, as a family-owned company, as a family-operated company, as being a part of a company where I feel like family, I want to know if somebody doesn't feel that way, not just our employees, but also our customers. As we grow, that doesn't always come with maybe the best perception of other companies and other customers, right? So as we seek out this information, it got me thinking of the word feedback. And uh, feedback is often a term that is used during sound check or something like that, right? When You want to make sure that there isn't additional sound waves coming back through a microphone and giving us just that beautiful, pleasant noise that we all (laughs) love and dream of hearing, right? Feedback loop. Yeah. So for us as professional salespeople, feedback is important. As management, feedback is important. And oftentimes we find ourselves getting feedback that we don't ask for We find ourselves getting feedback that we do ask for in the form of positive Google reviews or surveys, things like that, that manufacturers will send out. But the feedback that scares me the most is the feedback that we don't get or we don't see or we don't hear, right? That silent majority out there. So, Tim, for you running our marketing company, how do you know whether or not something is effective? I mean, it really depends on what the goal is, right? So so we have different analytics and different metrics that we follow that we can gauge to tell whether or not, you know, if we're tr- trying to generate leads, we pull lead reports. If we're trying to generate traffic to a website, we pull traffic reports. Branding is a little bit more difficult, right? So how do you know whether branding is effective in that? We have to solicit feedback from the public. Yep. We do that in the form of, what are these called? Surveys? The, uh, surveys. It's Search. market research. That's the term I'm looking for. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, my kid was up at five this morning, so brain not working so well this morning. <laughs> yeah, no, market research is is a fantastic way to get the feedback that you're looking for to tell whether or not your advertising is effective, whether or not the story that you're telling is resonated resonating with your customers. Yeah, awesome. So typically when it comes to feedback, we view it one of two ways. It's positive or it's negative. So hitting up the Googles, feedback is used to describe the helpful information or criticism about prior action or behavior from an individual or company. Oliver, do you typically like getting feedback? Now, those that's a that's a really slippery question. Loaded, loaded question. Loaded. Sure. Yep. 
So our listeners want to know. Feedback is always good. Ooh, tell so me more. you so because you know you're saying most people see it as a positive or mm-hmm. a negative. Yep. Regardless of what it is, always good. Yeah. The reason why is because if it's positive, great. You you get you understand where you're succeeding. If and it's you get negative, the you get the opportunity to deal with something that you might not have known, right? And then you get to be better. I like something that I think it was Benjamin Franklin had to be. But this is something my dad always said. Feedback is the breakfast of champions. I'm sure you guys have heard mm-hmm. that. It's a yeah. mantra that we quote mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Feedback's the breakfast of champions. And and Rick, I know you've had some feedback even just this morning. I always have feedback, and it is good. It, it doesn't always feel good. Mm-mm. And one thing I do want to bring up is sometimes the delivery's not always on <laughs> the spot. I mean, sometimes you have to just set down all the emotion and look at the message. Yep. Rather than the delivery. And and that's something that I work on every day. But a lot of times we we do think it is a big negative or it, it ruins your day. It's not. It is a way to get better. It's yeah. always a way to get better. Yeah, that, that's perfect. So when we think of feedback, and I like that Rick touched on the delivery, right? Because when we receive feedback, something either went well or something went wrong and something needs to change. And that's the way with literal sound waves going back through a microphone. We don't like that sound. The delivery of, hey, this isn't working well. We don't like how that sounds. I don't like how it feels. It gives me the eebie-jeebies just thinking Mm -hmm. about that noise piercing my eardrums. But ultimately, we receive feedback when the performance that was expected is different than the performance that was exhibited. So from our customers... They have an expectation when they enter our dealerships. They have an expectation when they're on our service drives or when they make a phone call in. If we do anything above or below their expectation, we're going to get some feedback. Now, with marketing, we receive feedback in a couple of different ways. If you're running a branding promotion and it doesn't work, meaning there's not a lot of people hurrying to your website or Rick's showroom floor here at Buick isn't inundated with customers, he's going to give Tim some feedback and let him know that marketing didn't work and his delivery might not be that great. (laughs) (laughs) There's that bleed button. But once you get that feedback, what are you going to do, Tim? We're going to make some changes. You're going to make some adjustments, right? Life is that way. A child learning to walk receives feedback oftentimes from a coffee table corner or the floor by smacking their head against it, right? That's feedback. We don't always have to intentionally seek it out. Sometimes that floor will jump up and smack you in the face when you're not doing things exactly right. So, Oz, for you, on the sales side, as you've been through your different roles as sales director or operations manager, What kind of feedback do you look for at a high level? So I look for all feedback. And I say that honestly because I don't want to miss the fact that good positive feedback is also really important, Mm -hmm. right? So when you see that positive feedback, it's not okay to bury it or not do something with it. You have to share it because when people are doing a good job, tell them, let them know. It reinforces the positivity, right? So... I don't want to miss that. I think good feedback is important, but I look for that has a pattern. 
And what I mean by that is if I see it once, it's just a coincidence. It yep. could just happen, mm-hmm. right? And we all have those times yeah. that once, right? When it happens twice, that's when I start to get really curious. Yeah. Now, if I see it a third time, there's a problem, Yep. right? Because it, it's exhibiting patterns. Mm-hmm. So when I'm looking at patterns, that's when I really need to deal with issues if I see it happening on a regular basis. And so uh, I, I think feedback and pattern recognition is really important. Yeah. Especially when you're trying to fix an issue. Yeah. No, and that's perfect. And I love that you touched on the positive side of it because positive feedback is a representation of good behavior, right? Because if we have one individual sales professional or service advisor that continues to get five-star reviews for their efforts, we want to make sure that we celebrate that positive feedback, share it with their peers encourage their peers to emulate the behavior that the successful or the individual that's getting the good feedback. Because same thing, it's a pattern of something that is working. It's a pattern of success. Yeah. Perfect. So we need to look for all kinds of feedback. Mm -hmm. Feedback tells us when we're doing things well. It tells us when there's an area of opportunity where something needs to change. And oftentimes it's not an individual. It's either a single process that wasn't followed or a process that was skipped. And that's the interesting part about feedback as a whole. When you're actively looking for it and trying to use it to your advantage, you'll see it everywhere. So Rick, when you're interacting with a customer, what are some things in their body language that is feedback to you of whether or not they're interested in as you're communicating with them? I think tone inflection and like you say, body language is a big one. For me, eye contact is one that really sets a lot of things apart for me. If if the eye contact's right, you can usually sort through a a complaint or bad, poor feedback or negative feedback. But you you do need to read that customer for sure. I do want to bring up that feedback is one of those things when we talk about it's all good. You the nine to one rule meaning. For every one person that's willing to give you the feedback, there's nine that didn't. And that's both positive and negative. So for me, make sure you take feedback very seriously because it's a very small sample of what's out there. And if one person or two people are feeling some way, there's probably eight or nine more that are feeling the same. So make sure you take it very seriously. Yeah, perfect. I like that. And one of the biggest ways that we're actively trying to get feedback from our customers is we're asking for Google reviews at many of our dealerships. There's QR codes posted everywhere, asking customers to tell us about their experience, good or bad, right? Because we we want to know because we genuinely want the customers to have a great experience in all facets of our business. So we want to hear that. As an individual, as you're out there interacting with customers, I want to give you a couple of practical ways that you can actively seek or find feedback. So as uh, Rick was just mentioning, it's that body language. If somebody just seems disinterested, they're folding their arms, they're looking away, they're not actively listening to what you have to say, that's that's a type of feedback where, hey, I'm not engaged, you don't have my attention, I don't want to do business with you. The next thing is... Right, real quick, Brad. So in that, is it okay to ask them for feedback? Absolutely it is. Yeah, and you get what I'm saying is sometimes we're like, they're disinterested. They don't want to talk to me. 
can you just stop and be like, hey, could you give me some feedback? It feels like you're disinterested and don't want to talk to me. And that word feedback, too, is not negative with people. If you ask them, what's your problem? They might get defensive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but when I call customers back, if they have a complaint, I always start the conversation with, I'd love to hear feedback on your experience. The word itself, because it can be negative or positive, kind of disarms people a little bit. They're willing to talk about things if you ask in the proper way. Yeah. Now, in, in the spirit of this episode, Rick, I think you meant, what's your problem? What's your mm. problem? Yep. <laughs> So the first step is to make sure that the person you're interacting with, as you two just discussed, is that they know that the information they're going to provide back to us provides value. So Oz, what are some valuable tidbits of feedback, whether it's personal or professional, that you've received that have helped you change course, either continuing doing something or uh, making some adjustments? So especially early on in my sales career, uh, my customers... And I primarily got their feedback from my managers, but I did have a couple customers be like, slow down. I don't understand what you're saying. And so I, I'm i a person who gets really excited when I see a rabbit. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go chase that rabbit. That's going to be so much fun. Let's go do. <laughs> and so I get ahead of myself. Sure. And so I just start going too fast. And I get the cart in front of the horse. And then all of a sudden the customer's like, dude, I don't, what are you talking about? Like, slow down. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so- that's one piece of feedback that I was given early to, that has helped me a lot in my sales career. Be like, okay, wait, I'm here to help the customer, not just get excited and start talking. Yeah. Right. Awesome. I, I really like that one because that's pretty common. You get nervous. You're going to talk mm -hmm. way too fast. So a key piece, once you do receive feedback, positive or negative, make sure you're gracious. Make sure you show some gratitude. Tell the individual that provided that feedback, thank you. Because if you want more feedback in the future, you have to thank them for it. Again, positive or negative. I know it's hard to say, thank you for letting me know that I'm terrible, Rick. I will do better. It's not the fun one, but it is the information <laughs> you need. It absolutely is. <laughs> Another key piece of feedback that we get, especially where we are in a performance-based profession, is it's that scoreboard at the end of every month. That is feedback. Wherever you finish in your store against your competition, that's a piece of feedback. And those scoreboards Unless are there. You don't fill it out. Then it feels good. That's true. Then, then you don't have any <laughs> that's feedback. That's true. Like, oh. Everybody gets an AYSO ribbon, even if we're not playing soccer. Let's go. <laughs> I, but I definitely can feel it on my paycheck. Yeah, absolutely. Which that's another form of feedback. Yep. When you're in a a commission-based or where you receive compensation based off of performance, a piece of feedback you received is that paycheck, right? Yep. Now, if your paycheck isn't where you want it to be, you can't go home and just complain to your significant other, oh, my job, they're not paying me what I'm worth. Because what you actually mean is, I didn't quite perform up to my ability, and I know that there's more opportunity for me out there. Use feedback to motivate you to improve whether you need to change your routine, improve your skills or, or anything like that. It needs to be motivation. Next is, as I mentioned, using it to improve your performance. So Rick, as you are helping your team going through one-on-ones, because those are prime opportunities for feedback during one-on-ones, both you receiving them and you as the manager giving them, what types of feedback do you try to share or what do you use for feedback? 
you know, I, I think it depends on the arena you're you're talking about. Sometimes it's personal, sometimes it's professional. I mean, these are these are opportunities to connect with an employee, but I love their feedback as to how they feel. That's one of the things that I really like to focus in on a one-on-one is how they feel about what they're what they're doing and their accomplishments or their shortcomings. And again, I may be not the best at delivery. You're consistent. I am very consistent, <laughs> but and pretty black and white. It's not always the easiest thing to hear sometimes, but the feedback that I'm providing is to help uh, an employee grow or get better. So, can, can I give an example, please? And this is an example you guys actively are not going to enjoy. Let's do Uh-oh, it. Let's it go. So, we just launched a new. YAG reports. Oh, man. It's our key indicators. It, it's a huge system. And we launched it a month and a half ago. Guess how much feedback we got? Uh, none Not directly. Enough. Zero. 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 We didn't get any feedback. Why? Because uh, we weren't relying on it and we because didn't use it properly. We just jumped on version two and then we're like, ah, it does, I don't know. It's not quite right. I'll just go to version one. And so we just went back to our safe space and yeah. stayed in one. And a week and a half ago, I just said, what? Let's kill version one. Kill version one preemptively. You were promoting the feedback. I bet you got mm-hmm. feedback the minute you turned the old and one off. And as soon as we did that, there was a lot of pain in the organization. Tons. Yeah. And it's still painful right now. And I think my next two meetings after these podcasts are just going to be pain from that, mm-hmm. which really sucks. But... The only way to get and stand up that product is to go through the feedback. You yep. can't get it there any other way. Yep. Even though it's painful. Yep. And I and I don't want to drive pain into the organization, but it that's the only way to do it. As a new salesperson, if you don't have feedback and you're not feeling that pain, you need to go out and find a mentor that's going to give it to you. Yep. You have to be able to find somebody who's going to be honest with you and allow you'll allow them to break you down and say, hey, this is what you need to do to get better. And it's not going to feel great. But that is the quickest way to be able to get the skill set you need to really be successful. I love that. So I'm going to quote Dave Anderson. Nice. He is definitely a master of accountability. And I think feedback is an ultimate statement that he says, I care more about your future than your feelings. And so if you are a manager that is tasked with holding one-on-ones and helping your team grow, you need to make sure that it is very clear that there is some mutual respect and I'm giving you this feedback because I care more about your future than I do about your feelings right now in this moment. But a key piece of that feedback as a manager is you need to be there to help support the growth and the change moving forward, right? It's not just a hey, you're doing this wrong, let's talk in six weeks and see if you're doing any better. It's hand-in-hand growing together. And so the final piece is using feedback as a learning tool, right? We have all learned. I I indicated earlier that children receive feedback from the ground or a a coffee table corner, right? Ultimately, they learn to walk largely because it hurts to fall, Mm -hmm. right? And that is how most of us learn. And yet now as we are in our careers and we're faced with the challenges of providing a living for ourselves and our family, sometimes that feedback can feel painful or personal, but you have to remember it's not 
personal when it's professional. It's also not professional when it's personal. And getting feedback is an opportunity for you to adjust and grow yourself. Okay. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Great topic. Any action items for this week? Yeah. I would love for every listener here to actively find feedback from a spouse or significant other that, you know, needs that individual to perform at work and just ask them, hey, how do you think I'm doing at work? Okay. I love it. Fantastic. We are talking about, as usual, I do have copious notes. We're talking about finding feedback today. Feedback is important in sales. And the scariest feedback is the feedback that you're not actually hearing. So feedback is always good. If it's positive, you get to understand where you're strong. If it's negative, you get to understand where your opportunities lie. I believe that you said this is Spence Sr., a.k.a. Ben Franklin. Feedback is the breakfast of champions. We receive feedback when the performance exhibited is different from the expectations. And once we receive that feedback, we need to make adjustments or we will typically need to make adjustments. When you have positive feedback, share it. When you've got positive feedback to give somebody, share it. Positive feedback is absolutely crucial, and we should be looking for feedback that has patterns. Patterns will continue until they're addressed, and even positive patterns need to absolutely be addressed because those are patterns that need to continue. Remember that for every one person willing to give you feedback, nine won't, so you absolutely need to take that feedback seriously. So some practical ways to find feedback. Body language is a good indicator. Looking away, folding arms, lack of eye contact. These all show lack of engagement. If you're getting that lack of engagement, it's actually okay to ask for that. Feedback in those scenarios. Feedback does not have a negative connotation for most customers when you use that word. Hey, I'd love to get some feedback. How am I doing? You're looking a little disengaged. You know, don't say, hey, What's going on? But when you do receive feedback, be gracious with it. And I think this, to me, is the absolute most important part. Say thank you, because it's the only way that you'll continue to get that feedback. And honestly, if somebody is being kind enough to give you feedback, negative or positive, it means that they care. If they're checked out and you are written off, they're not going to give you feedback. So you need to be gracious for that feedback. And then pay attention to the scoreboard at the end of the month. Your paycheck in a commission-based job That's feedback. That's absolutely feedback. Feedback should be used to motivate you and it should be used to improve performance. As Dave Anderson said, I care more about your future than your feelings. And that's how people feel when they're giving you feedback. And then finally, just use feedback as a learning tool. We learn to walk because it hurts to fall. Gentlemen, thank you so much. This has been a fantastic... Let's bleep that one too. This has been a fantastic bleeping uh, topic. I've loved it. Uh, if you're out there and you have feedback for us, we desperately want to hear it. Please send us an email to podcast at youngcoe.com. That's if you've got feedback for us or if you've got ideas for future topics. If you haven't left us any reviews, uh, leave us some feedback there as well. Go on to iTunes, leave us some stars, leave us some words, kind or poor. We just want to know how we can get better. And then lastly, if uh, there's anybody who can benefit from this podcast, please get it in front of them. That's all we got. Dana, why y'all?